Welcome to another meeting of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm one of the chapter co-presidents. And with me today, as always, is uh, one of the other chapter co-presidents. Uh, we don't have the second one. He's in uh, in the lands between somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, he um, didn't actually tell us where he went. He just said, yeah, he didn't I say. Town. He just I trust like, him. I gotta go somewhere. I do too. I trust him. He's I'm alive like, oh, out. Okay. He's out there. We rang him He's on the there. Discord call without meaning to. Truly <laughs> uh, <laughs> on accident. <laughs> but you've already heard her voice. She is never last in line when it comes to curry bread. It's Stevie Matos. I hate how right that is. That's actually quite correct. Yes, I really like curry and I really like bread. Yeah. I mean, it sounds good, right? It sounds so good. I would like to try that very much. And bringing a, a little bit of much-needed airy addition to our podcast, he is the... Uh, hold on a second. Let me get this right. He is a planetary scientist working as a postdoctoral fellow at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It's Dr... Austin wow. Green. Oh, hello. Wow. Thank wow. you for the kind introduction. Hello, my friend. Yes, of yeah. course. Welcome. Yes. As Brian Weck would say, I have a PhD, and I work <laughs> real hard to get it. <laughs> Amazing. And you deserve to be able to say it whenever you possibly can, I think. Yes. Yeah, how 100%. Works. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Austin, I'm so glad you're here. Austin, you told us. Sorry, Dr. Austin, you told us. What? Which you're you're studying Europa right now, right? Uh, yes. So are we allowed to say that on air? Will Will you get like got if we tell people what planet you're like what, what no, celestial no. body you're studying? I mean, okay, great. I didn't uh, want you to get Illuminati or something. No, uh, NASA and JPL are quite uptight about a lot of things, but I can yes, talk. I can I can talk uh, broadly about my work. Um, That's fine. <laughs> so what I do is uh, I specialize in planetary geodynamics. Um, mm. So I make computer models of large-scale physical processes in planetary interiors. Um, wow. Uh, I mostly focus on uh, Europa, which is the second innermost major moon of Jupiter, which has wow. an outer icy shell uh, 30 to 50 yeah. kilometers thick, um, sitting on top of an ocean about 100 kilometers thick. Uh, and... We are trying to figure out whether or not that ocean harbors life. So, <gasps> most of my current work involves figuring out what's coming into the ocean from both sides. I, um, uh, I've got models uh, looking at material transport through the icy layer to the ocean. And I'm yeah. currently also working on what's coming in, uh, coming out from the seafloor in the form of volcanism. Because it's thought that both of these things are required for Europa's sunless ocean to have the chemicals it needs to support life. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Wait. So, wait. So does that mean, wait, okay. I'm not trying to minimize or like that was like the most like big brain shit. And I have, there's three shots of makers in this very tiny rocks <laughs> glass <laughs> of a Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, uh, <laughs> I'm doing great here. So do you do so like 
the thing, the only thing that my brain can really like picture, like, I mean, I, yes, I understand the fact that you're like, I understand the concept, what you're explaining, but my brain is thinking of like those diagrams we saw in school where they took like the big slice out of the world to show you all the layers. Is it kind of like that? Is that a thing? But then it's like more than that, right? Uh, yeah. So if you think of the big oh earth, God, yes. <laughs> if you think of the big earth layer diagram, imagine that yes. uh, Europa is uh, slightly smaller than our moon. So right. imagine the cutout being at the very top, there's a very, there's a very skinny little ice layer. And then yeah. underneath, there's about uh, 80 kilometers of water. Um, and then underneath that, there's about 800 kilometers of rock. And then Whoa. there's a metallic core that's about 600 kilometers thick. So I focus on Whoa. the... The little skinny, we would call it an ice shell. I focus on the ice shell, right. and I focus oh. on the, the rocky mantle underneath. I, <gasps> I leave the ocean to other people. I mean, hey, look, oceans are scary. I don't give a fuck where they are. Oceans are scary motherfuckers. You lobsters live in oceans, and you know the motherfuckers are essentially immortal. And that's Did like the this? least scary thing in there. I know. <laughs> well, I, uh, oceans scare me because they convect in a turbulent manner. And that's very hard to model. <laughs> I can't put that on paper. I I hope you're ready for a little more turbulence too, um, because as listeners know, I like to create a fun game, and I think Ronma One Half. That's the name you've you've seen the name of the episode. You know what we're doing yes. here. It's Ronma One Half. Austin, you suggested it as it's as is our. Habit, the the guest picks the bonus episode. Yep. Um, and watching this anime, I was struck by the realization that there's probably some very interesting shipping that happens in the fan community. Oh, you oh. have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure I don't. Uh, but you may have an idea. And if you do have an idea that'll help you, because we're about to play a game that I call Express Shipping. <laughs> So, okay, this is a game of high or low. I will give you two ships. You tell me which has more works on Archive of Our Own. That was the website that I queried as the okay. easiest search. Uh, this is a collaborative game. Oh, it is okay, Stevie no and Austin versus Max. Every correct answer, you get a point. Every incorrect answer, I get a point. Ew, and we'll see who David. wins at the end of the game. I will say, as a caveat... So that people know my background coming in. I have seen every episode, every OVA, every movie of Ranma. But it's been You a, know this shit. But it's been about fifteen years. So okay. Okay. memory's fuzzy, but uh if if you jog it, it's probably there. Okay. Um the way this will work is round one is ships, round two is crossovers. Okay. Okay. Got it? All right. So here we go. Round one, question one. Which pairing has more works on Archive of Our Own? Ranma slash Akane or Ranma slash Ryoga? Uh, I've got to go with Ryoga here. Yeah, Ranma slash Ryoga. Ranma <laughs> and Akane is what happens in yeah, the show. Yeah, it's a canon ship. Like, uh, I, I, yeah. 
I think that it's a good cannon ship, but it is still a cannon yeah. ship. So we're going right. to so, have to go with Ryoga there. That's not what the internet's for. The internet is for gay stuff. So it's Ranma and Ryoga. Um, <laughs> like that's, are you kidding I'm gonna me? I'm going to fight you. <laughs> uh, I have some bad news. It's Ranma Wait. slash Akane. Well, Hold on, is it, we see, we know because we fucked up. We didn't ask if it was boy Ranma or girl Ranma. That's what d- fucked d- us up here. Not given. Not given. What? Not, oh. not noted. Wow. Within the, <gasps> I know. <gasps> I feel like Archive of Our Own really needs a, like, split out here, right? Like of For this boy mode Ranma yes. slash girl mode Ranma. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it has you an know. impact, I'm certain. Absolutely, because boobies versus balls Ranma, that's, that's two different vibes. Two different vibes. That's two different vibes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I'll take that point. All right. Ew. And we're coming in <laughs> on number two. Now, remember, well, yeah, a little question. bit of a trick question. Uh, okay. Now, <laughs> do you remember there are two kinds of ship that are shown on Archive of Our Own. There's the slash mm-hmm. pairing and there's the and pairing. Right. And pairing is for friends. Yep. Slash pairing is for s- sexual partners. <laughs> So keeping, bearing that in mind and the results of the last question, round one, question two, which has more works, Ranma slash Ryoga or Ranma and Akane? These are, these are the, the questions that really matter in life. Aren't they? Boy Ranma, girl Ranma. Again, it is not given. <laughs> one, one assumes that, that both are incorporated here. Because if it's going to be, man, and see, because we watched three episodes after, like, all the main players are established. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't like, say okay, all by, uh, uh, not, well. That's true. Because looking at that opening title, there's, like, a, a hundred people in this show. So like, I got a, I have, yeah, true. I have a, some named characters that didn't come up in these episodes. That yeah. You about. So it's like, there's so many of them. I take that back. But, um, oh, man. They're already friends, so I think that it's got to be Slash. Because the vibe is that it's got it's whoever has the most titles. That's correct. Whoever has the most so works. Whoever has the most works. So it makes sense that Rama and Akane can beat Rama, Rama and Ryoga. But that doesn't mean that Rama and Ryoga can't beat Rama plus Akane. Specifically Ooh. and. It's not... Slash is yes, not incorporated specifically here. Specifically and. So I sound yes. like, I think. So these are fix in which Ranma and Akane are buds. Non-sexual I friends. I don't know because Ryoga's really fucking stupid. And I'm going to get into that later. Like, that is a dumb <laughs> fucking kid. So he has to not talk for a slash. Like, he has to never speak and just pump. That's, like, all I can say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Body language. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ursula was right. You can do a lot with body language. Okay? I just say. I say slash. I say the slash. Rama Ryoga. Okay. That's my you answer. What's slash? yours, Dr. Austin? I'm going to hit you with that doctor this whole fucking time. I'm not <laughs> oh, PhD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's, it's quite the fresh PhD, so I'm still in the stage where when people call me doctor, I'm oh. like, oh, you know. <laughs> Come on. Dr. Austin, let's go, Dr. Austin. I, I, need, an, I need an answer. All uh, right. Um, this is a really tough one. I don't know. I bet on the wrong horse with Rama and Ryoga last time, but man, them, them gay slash fix, though. Um, That's what I'm saying. 
Uh, I don't know. I guess I gotta go. I, I'm I'm just gonna stick with stick with Ryoga. Bet the, bet the and you picked the winner. Hell yeah! It's yes. Ranma slash Ryoga. More far more it. works than Ranma and Akane. Yes, that doesn't. Because I was like, they're they're already friends. They're already people friends. are not they into act that like They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. They're already friends. Okay. So okay. this next one deals with characters that we did not meet in this set of episodes, but which are important uh-huh. characters in the in the world of Ranma. Okay. Um, so Austin, you may have to lead here a little bit. Oh yeah. Yes. Which has more works, Ranma slash shampoo? Shampoo. Or what I can only imagine is the canon pairing shampoo slash moose. Moose. Who is shampoo? Uh, let me. Let me. Austin's going to do some research. Uh, is Shampoo the one who runs in the opening scene at the end with the bums, with the with the buns on the side of the head? Is that Shampoo? Uh, uh, shampoo appears to have purple hair. Ah, Moose. Okay, Moose. All right. Um, so, Shampoo has purple hair. She looks a whole lot like Lum from Ursa Yatsura. Uh, she is a... And this is going to get a bit racist... She is right. a Chinese tribal Amazon who, um, oh, <laughs> who, okay, who lives in an honor-bound society of which she is the matriarch, for or not matriarch. Oh. I, I guess I should say queen. The matriarch would be her grandmother, whose name escapes me. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, Ranma ran into ran into shampoo. When they, uh, or when they were training in China, uh, after okay. they got, after they visited Yusenkyo, and okay. um, uh, Ranma is, uh, got into a fight with her because that's that's what Ranma does, and he beat her as a boy. And the okay. rules the rules of their tribe are that they have uh, that uh, shampoo now has to marry male Ranma. Ah, uh, of course, of course. Uh, but then some okay. other shit happened. Rama changed into a girl, and he beat her as a girl too. And so Moose is now honor bound to kill girl Rama. Got it. Okay. And hold hold be- on one second. And because Moose is Moose is Chinese, she's also dumb as rocks. So she doesn't know that boy Rama uh. <laughs> and girl Rama are the same character. Uh. Oh no. So. Oh. Uh, basically, Moose's job is to burst through a wall, say, male Ranma, I marry, or I love, or girl Ranma, I kill, and then chaos ensues, because Moose basically destroys everything. Uh, she, she runs around like a bull in a china shop and causes chaos no matter what Wait, shampoo, I should say. Uh, not moose. Shampoo does this. Shampoo does not this. Moose. Not moose. Ah, yes. Okay. Moose is like shampoo's childhood friend who wants to marry her. Yes, and moose is basically shampoo's friend who, uh, who wants to marry her. So yeah, and got it. He hates okay. he hates boy Ranma because moose loves boy Ranma, and I'm not sure if he has a relationship with girl Ranma. Although you do need to when you're when you're talking about Ranma, you do need to check every character. <laughs> for that kind okay. of stuff. Check the chart. That's Look at true. the flow chart. Yeah. Right. Okay, so my question is, is Moose objectively anime hot? Um, uh, here, let me just... Let me drop some images. I, I, yeah, I got thank the, you. I got the, the like, wiki open right now. So this is shampoo. Moose is pretty. Yeah, let me see shampoo. Oh, no, she's so cute. What's this little kitty? Now, this is Moose. Oh, 
Moose has a duck. I like Moose a lot. Moose has maces? Oh, yeah. Moose okay, so he's a... Oh, okay. All right. I'm... So this is like... So I, uh... I like Moose. It's been so long since I've seen these characters because mostly when I oh. watch Rama these days, Wait, I'm is... watching season one. Wait um, a minute. Is this Moose spelled like the hair product? Because I'm thinking yes. Moose spelled like the animal. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Shampoo Got and it, Moose okay. like the hair product. Shampoo and yeah. Moose. Okay. I, I get it now. <laughs> and uh, so... Here, I mean it. Uh, like... Uh, 90% of the cast, both Shampoo and Moose, have been to Jusenkyo. Shampoo turns into a cat. Moose turns into a duck. Duck. Oh, okay. Okay. I would say... I would say Shampoo and Moose. It's Shampoo slash Moose? Yes. It's a slash Shampoo pairing. slash. Sa- shampoo slash Moose. Oh, gosh. No. Two femmes together? P- beautiful. They're too pretty. And too Moose pretty. is a boy, I should say. Yes, Moose is oh, a boy. Oh, too pretty. <laughs> These are both straight... <laughs> Hetero. I'm sorry. Well, two femmes together. Of. I said what I said. <laughs> you told me. It's, I said what I said. It's a bit beachy, yeah. Moose, moose too pretty. I said what I said. Okay. Moose and, okay. And remind me, I had to go on the the, the, the spiel for shampoo. But what was the other the alternative? Was it Ron? It's uh, Ronma slash shampoo or shampoo slash moose. So this I mean, is one where the oh. boy slash girl distinction is really important for shampoo. Important. Yeah. Um, uh, like, do you go with the spiciness of Girl Rama slash Girl Shampoo or the mm. conventionality of Boy Rama Girl Shampoo? Well, because I'm thinking, okay, I like, I like Shampoo and Moose. One, because the names kind of lend themselves to go and to just like, you know, make them kith. Um, but we also... We said Ranma, Ranma shampoo. Ranma shampoo, if it's girl Ranma, is also is pretty good. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say shampoo and moose because it sounds like moose doesn't get the girl. No, moose is a boy. Sorry, my brain was like, moose is beautiful. Um, so I'm gonna say, mm, no, the internet's never as gay as I think it is, and it really bums me out. So I'm going to go with the heteronormative one. Which one is that? The other one. Not the gay one, Newland. That's my choice. I, I assume that would be shampoo slash moose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Austin, what do you think? Oh, man. That's a tough one. You know what? I'm going to pick shampoo and Ranma just, just so I can... Do it. Yes. Just so I can... It's shampoo here. slash Ranma. Hell yeah. Point on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was like, only one okay. of us has to be right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so that's the, that's the pairings, okay? Next is crossovers. So I'm going to give you okay. two franchises. You tell me which one has more works in the crossovers with Ron Mo one half. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So the first one, Inuyasha versus Sailor Moon. Which has more Ranma crossovers. Gotta go with the Takahashi pair in here. Yeah, I was gonna say Inuyasha and and Ranma. Mm-hmm. That feels You sick. fell into my trap! <laughs> no! It's Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor, Moon's yeah. so Sailor Moon with popular. a bullet. Sailor Moon has an yeah. in, incredible number of crossover fix with Sailor Ranma Moon's so fucking popular. I'm not surprised. And people are changing and all this other stuff. And yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You yeah. could see it, right? Yeah. Like girl Rama yeah. gets recruited to the Sailor Scouts, but she's like, but he's like, I'm not a girl. I can't be right. one of these. Right, right. And then he like realizes he looks really, really like his favorite, his favorite like shoes are his sailor boots. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Okay, this next one is a similar kind of challenge because it's Urusei Yatsura versus okay. those benighted wizard books that we can't stop talking about online. Uh, there is something funny though about the fact that there's a lot of crossovers on here with those wizard books because I think the author would be like, Ugh! "Yeah, you want to know, know something? Right. Something funny I learned today? Just oh, please, just yeah. another yes. L in her column. Um, <laughs> yes, not, we love to hear her lose. Not only has her pseudonymous books been complete flops, <laughs> she's she's also pseudonymously uh, frequented Harry Potter forums." And she gets banned for being, and I quote, a total fucking idiot from them. Great. Good. <laughs> from her own goddamn forum. That's what she deserves. Um, I'm going to, because mm, there was a time, but there are still people. I mean, I really do think that it's the 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 Perry Hotters, man. I hate that. Uh, uh, well, I don't I know. It, now, and I feel like. Now I'm playing the nicest you know game. What? And I'm like, yeah, do that. Uh, all do right. That. So, so Max gets us with a trick question first time every time. Because, and okay, the thing with Max is that you actually have to go for the more obvious thing with Max because Max, Max tries really hard not to do the whole the answer is C shit because that's yeah, honestly if if Max could, Max would always do the whole answer is C shit to see who's gonna figure out the pattern first. <laughs> I usually figure out the pattern first, but sometimes Kustrak does, but it's usually me. So I'm going to go with the obvious one. But if you want to go opposite, I mean, it just look 50-50. We, we <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, okay. Like we can game the system and each choose a different one. And then apparently we get that oh, one no. anyway. What of oh, us no. will win? <laughs> <laughs> found the secret to your little game, Max. Gotcha, bitch. I got gotcha. you. I might be I didn't drinking, think you but I'm I might be drinking, but I'm smart. I got a doctor on my team. What yeah. do you mean? Um, this is this is what they pay me the big bucks for figuring out what mm-hmm. what little <laughs> what bullshit Max is up to. <laughs> okay, so what are we saying? What's right. our answer here? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Rose Yatsu right here because I just cannot see an entry point for for um, uh, uh, for Ranma and Harry yeah. Potter. Like I don't understand what the connection is there. Let's, okay. What's what's the one? What's what's the answer? It's Harry Potter. Weirdly, Damn. well, it's Knew like it. I I, I can't believe it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, there's nothing there. Like, what is this? No. Is Ronma going to go to wizard school? Is Ronma going to go to it, gender essentialist wizard school? Is like, it because on. is it because Rama is the whole is the whole vibe that Rama tries to figure out how to undo the curse, and the person that can help him is a wizard? Harry Potter. Uh, that's honestly, that's that's uh, probably it. Yeah. Well, and also think about this. Mama, like, did you go and put your name in the cupboard of fire? Yeah, like absolutely. <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> uh, in the West, people, not a lot of people know about Urusei Yatsura over here. That's true. Mm-hmm. Urusei Yatsura is by far the uh, the yeah. most obscure of Rumiko Takashi's work, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, I have one more. All right. Okay. This one speaks to me in particular because it's Tenchi Muyo 
versus okay. Dragon Ball. Tenshi Muyo, Sundere versus Sundere. Clash for the ages. <laughs> Ryoko would kick this man's ass. Ryoko would yeah, annihilate Ryoko would, this man. Ryoko would eat him for breakfast. She has like, no patience for him. Absolutely not. She would kill every, out of, out of the episodes we saw, she would kill every man. Ryoga, no show. patience for him. Ryoga dies instantly. If I don't have patience for Ryoga, Ryoga falls into the fuck them kids bucket so fast for me. Oh my God, we'll get there. But like, oh no, Ryoka would murder them. Ryoka might not murder Ranma. Actually, no, I take that back. Ryoka would murder Ranma because Ranma's a really cute girl and Ryoka would be jealous. Mm. So mm. um, I'm going to say, honestly, just based on franchise popularity, I'm going to say Dragon Ball Z. All right. Um, to be honest. I don't know. I gotta go with Tenshi Muyo as uh, because like they're they're both incredibly important entries in the Sundere genre. <laughs> they are for sure. I agree completely. Agree. I don't know. I guess it's... I'm just saying what I I wish were, were true, but we'll see. There you go. <laughs> it's Tenshi. Oh, I got it. Nice. Yay. So uh, here's what I did. I gave you all a half a point if one of you okay. picked the right one. All right. Okay, that's okay. Uh, and you still beat me by a half a point. Uh, we did it. It's uh, two and a half to two. So great job, you two. Yes. Very proud of you. Yay. Good showing. Um, and now it's time to talk about anime. Let's talk about some anime. By the way, the my my drink for tonight is Suntory Toki, very fine blend of mm. Japanese whiskeys. I thought that was appropriate. And I've got yeah. a little bit of Gekkeikan sake. Not not exactly top shelf, but still tasty. I'm drinking Makers. <laughs> American whiskey. America. <laughs> drinking Makers. Over here, we, we well, I uh, rely on old granddad for my American whiskey. Because it's, oh. I'll mm, tell you a secret. Granddad. It's just as good as Makers and 20 bucks cheaper. Yeah, no, this Makers was a gift. I oh. haven't actually... I'm very beloved at my day job, so often, at least once a year, somebody gives me a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I was literally gifted a bottle of Four Roses for, like, saving somebody at the end of, like, like with, with a credentialing thing at the end of last year. So, like, I came to work one day, and there was, like, this fifth, this, Hell like, yeah. fifth of Four Roses on my desk. I was like, I'll take it. Speaking, so. speaking of which, I do need to get something out of the way. I almost forgot. The media people Please. yell at me. But my opinions on Ranma and anime are not representative of JPL's opinions on Ranma and anime. Oh. <laughs> it's hard for me to imagine there is a JPL opinion in general on Ranma one half. I just, I just love the fact that you have to say it, though, because you, like, are, in, an, in, an, in essence, contracted by the government to do stuff so you're like i actually have to say this because this is going to be posted in a public space like yes, I, I, do. I never know what will happen like, yeah that's amazing fuck that's funny wow we've literally um, never had a guest on here that had to do that nope, we have same. reached a new height i am so proud of us okay and and we're gonna reach more new heights i am gonna have yes, to i tried to trim these down because we watched three episodes today yeah we did mm-hmm. um so uh I'm going to try and give you an abbreviated summary. There's stuff I didn't talk about that we can mention as we go. But listen, we watched episodes seven, eight, and nine of Ranma One Half, and this is what happened. Yeah, 
Episode 7, Enter Ryoga, the Eternal Lost Boy, begins with one man's search for Ranma Sautame, even though he's way off the mark. After many tribulations, Ryoga arrives at Fudinkan High School just in time to encounter his quarry. Turns out they had beef years ago, exacerbated by Ryoga's terrible sense of direction. Ranma tries to make nice with a gift of snacks, but Ryoga's not having it, especially since snacks are a key element of their early life conflict. However, their fight gets put on hold again when Ryoga loses sight of his target and ends up in the sticks once more. Episode 8, School is a Battlefield, Ranma vs. Ryoga. Ranma receives a formal challenge from Ryoga who turns up to settle things at the school playfield. They have a really cool fight and Nabiki, having heavily bet on Ryoga, offers him some performance-enhancing placebos, which nonetheless seem to have him feeling like he's full of tiger blood. Things get a little bit gender as the fight moves to the zoo, and Ranma ends up soaked, forcing an unintended transition that leaves Ryoga shocked, and is it just me or does he sound a little jealous too? Prepubescent crush problems take precedent though, and Ranma ditches to make nice with Akane, who gets an unexpected haircut, courtesy of Ryoga's Batman-like tool supply. Episode 9, True Confessions, A Girl's Hair Is Her Life! picks up right where the last one left off. Turns out Akane's hair preoccupation goes back to childhood gender feelings, which brings up some big emotions when Dr. Tofu tells her how much her new cut suits her. Ranma tries to compliment her too, and she counters by pushing him into the storm drain. Hey, remember Ryoga? He's found the only other person in Japan who's as lost as he is, and one week later he arrives at the Tendo Hall for a rematch. In the rain. You can tell where this is going. A dumbbell to the head makes Ryoga drop his umbrella, revealing the big twist. He's been cursed too, only he transforms into a tiny pig instead of a girl. Ranma draws a bath to warm up and Akane suggests he take the pig. You can probably guess where that goes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. Great so summary. I'm gonna talk about some, I'm gonna talk about some pros. I really like the opening theme. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> yes. I really like the opening theme. Um, it was very, there's actually a lot of really cool things about it. First of all, wow, the vibes. Oh, These the vibes are the vibes that the yes. babies, that the babies try to emulate now. Like this is, 100%. this, this is the low, this is the YouTube lo-fi girl vibes. I love how oh everybody God, had the is. exact same fucking bangs. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. Like, I mean, like the, the bangs. The, the 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 very round hair on everybody i loved it um and the song the is really cute in my opinion i actually really so like this music cute. oh it just fills me with joy every time i hear it just like season one of Urusei yatsura that opening that opening and rama's season one opening are just like i can't so I, good they, they just make me so happy every time i hear them Absolutely. It's a perfect encapsulation of the time. When when did this drop? Oh, yeah. The night the, 1989. 90, uh, the, 89. The anime was 89. Um, I don't know when yeah. I don't know when the, the dub is 93. Or at least that's when it was that's when it was licensed and so they Got started it. work on it in 93. It debuted okay. in 93 too, but I'm I'm assuming it's like late 93. Got it. Okay. So yeah, so like it's like that like it is that time, which is amazing and I And love we that mentioned this it. in the pre-show it's the mm-hmm. same dubbing group that originally worked on Dragon Ball Z when that debuted in the United States. It's Ocean Group, which is cool to me. They're Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I, I love it. It's vibes. I love the animation style. Like, it's, like, 
we're kind oh, yeah. of living oh, yeah. in this space, like kind of for the for a lot of this season when it comes to like our because like we're gonna go into Shinchan in a minute, and that's around the same time too. And like I like I've always loved this like really bright, super round, like uh the style. Um, oh my god, all of Girl Ranma's Ranma's uh clothes were so great. The overalls, I love. Oh, them. the fashion, so generally, the fashion <laughs> the in this fashion Ugh. is so fucking good fashion's good i've got some things to say about the fashion but yeah (laughs) oh no no um well we can we can do them we can deal with it later i've got one particular outfit of ronmas i have beef with um which other uh experienced viewers of the show may also uh, may also have beef with but not not because of its merits as an outfit so you may have (laughs) all right i guess i'm doing this now you may have noticed in the uh, for about a third to a half of episode nine, Ranma was wearing an orange shirt with a red bow tie. Yes. Yes. So yes. that is Ranma's officially de- a dedicated filler shirt. Filler oh, shirt. And okay. So in, in this episode, it's not a problem. <laughs> but um, let me tell you something about Ranma. It gets real shitty. For about three seasons. Oh no. It gets oh, why? a real shitty. Because why? Uh, it is three seasons of nearly straight filler. I'm talking um oh, no. I'm talking 80-20 ratio of filler to like actual Rumiko Takahashi stuff. So How? and that filler is some of the worst anime ever produced. So they were making this fast. This yeah. was mm-hmm. high demand mm-hmm. for Ranma one mm-hmm. half. Yeah. So, uh, and Sorry. every time there's a filler episode, you know it because he's in the filler shirt. Is it that shirt with the red yeah. bow tie? Yeah, because <laughs> his signature, his signature um, red shirt with the gold tassel accents. That's a little yeah. too hard to animate. You know. Just that makes sense. That's valid. That's valid. So okay. yeah, when they need to get something done quickly, they're like bow tie. Yeah, bow tie. Bow tie shirt. Bow tie shirt. Shapeless yellow shirt. So yep. can't can't do it. So those who uh, <laughs> those who've wa- who've suffered through those three to four seasons, uh, yeah, they they get a bit of P- PTSD when they see the orange shirt. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Okay. So I watched the dub. I think I was the only one of the three. Um, who watched and i have a couple of things i want to comment on real quickly because i watched Uh, i watched the dub but so i didn't watch the dub that you dropped in our drive i watched it i just watched it on hulu because like i said in pre pre uh, pre pre-production or pre-recording i'm mima and it's not that i don't appreciate when you drop stuff in the drive because there are times (laughs) when you drop stuff in the drive but then i throw else for me to find it right like i need it there that's where i need it but i don't know i don't know what you use to get it out of the Japanese, and when I just try to open it from the drive, it's only a Japanese, and I don't have an option to turn it into a dub. Well, so, now you may, you may have watched the same thing because the only the thing that I'm seeing on dubbing wiki is that the only other English dub was produced in Hong Kong, and I don't okay. know if that's what's publicly available. On Hulu, yeah, I don't know. So I just watched it on Hulu because when you be putting stuff in the drive, I'm like. Baby, I love you, but I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to make it speak English at me. So I'm going to go find it on a space that I pay for. So I went and watched it on Hulu. So I did watch the dub. So Well, here's the question I have for you. In those opening mm-hmm. scenes where Ryoga's running around the countryside, mm-hmm. yeah. all the people had like really fun like Southern Country accents. Country accents? Yes. Um, okay. This was my first dub anime sin because as, as an Appalachian woman, 
They used <laughs> y'all wrong the entire time. Oh, yeah, they used it completely time. wrong. They use y'all to be singular. What's up with that? Nobody says that. Y'all is not singular. It's not singular now in this age of us using they, them pronouns. Y'all has never been singular. It's not singular. If I got to be a boomer <laughs> about this, I'm going to be a boomer about this. Y'all is literally a plural, non-gendered it, term all. for a group of people. It's literally you all. So I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? It's a contraction of you all. It's like the English. <laughs> it's like the, the old English you. Which meant plural you versus yeah. thou, which is singular you. Singular you. So I'm just sitting yeah. here like, why did y'all constantly say y'all to this dunder-headed boy? I thought we were it's out dunder-headed of dunder-headed boy. boys. He is a dunder-headed boy. I have a question here. So it, yes. is this before, like, the established shonen anime trope? Because this is like, this, okay, I went into thinking, okay. I went in not knowing this was about martial arts. I went in thinking this is going to be like gender swap rom-com. This is not going to have fighting in it. So, no, it's, it's well, so Rumiko Takahashi, the, the megaka, is kind of known for being a rom-com wizard who manages oh. to awesome. simultaneously uh, define these rom-com tropes for all time while relentlessly mocking those who use them without understanding them. So, awesome. so Rama is, is in many ways the Ur Haram in it because Rama. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 okay. It, uh, uh, the fact that Rama has multiple suitors, that's not really a thing that happened in the mid to late 80s in which Rumiko Takahashi was writing this. That became something mm. that became the sort of specific wish fulfillment statement, uh, or, or wish fulfillment fantasy, rather, that. Uh, that only became commonplace later. And like Akane is generally considered, and I hope I don't get shouted at for this, to be the Ur Sundere. I've been so much wronger than you than you are being right now okay. on this podcast, and nobody's yelled at me yet. So nobody right. well, I've said I've said the most <laughs> out of pocket off the wall. I have literally shat on some of people's probable faves, and I We are so confidently wrong on trouble. Anime Club. <laughs> we are loud and incorrect all of the yeah. time on yeah. this podcast. I said that uh, uh, fucking Tenchi Muyo War on Geminar was the first isekai. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody called me on that. Nobody got it. I said that in a Discord server somewhere, and everybody was like, what are you talking about? Look, we have told we have threatened Kiefer Sutherland to fight him. So nobody is oh, like yes. the Kiefer Sutherland stands haven't come for us. I just I'd be talking at people's favorites and I'd be like, fuck that guy. He sucks. Mm-hmm. So like, no, you're good. You're not going to get in trouble here. This is a safe space. So well, what I have to say is that um, Ranma defines harem tropes while relentlessly mm-hmm. mocking them. Like yeah. she's she's the first one to come up with this idea of an insane, absurd cast of characters who all want Ranma um, in in one way, shape, or form. And she's also like, this is really dumb, so I'm going to make all of the characters really dumb and absurd. Like, you know, Ryoga is as dumb as a bag of rocks. He can't, yeah. like, he, he, gets, he gets lost trying to find the vacant lot behind his house. <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's how dumb you have to be to be in a harem anime. Like... Honestly, yes. Honestly, yes. Can we just talk about how dumb this boy is? <laughs> yeah. Actually, wow. hold on. First of all, wow. I'm going to back it up so I can make sure I understand this shit. 
So the whole thing is, is that Rama was a Japanese kid, moved to China for a hot minute, fell into a lake, and came out with a curse. Where yes. when he sits in a bathtub, like when he sits in hot water, he turns into a girl. Yes. So let's... the temperature makes a difference. The temperature makes a difference. The temperature All does right. make a difference because me... hot water. Is it cold water as a girl? Hot water as a boy? Let me explain. You got it. Let me let me explain. Jusenkyo. Okay. Jusenkyo is a an ancient training ja- ground in China uh, that okay. is um, basically a whole bunch of bamboo poles over innumerable springs. Each of the springs okay. is special because each of the springs are cursed with a different thing that has drowned in the spring uh, x yeah. uh, x plus one thousand years ago. Um, so they're all they're all super okay. cursed. And every every major character who has been cursed at Jusenkyo fell into a different spring. So uh, Ranma fell into the curse of the drowned woman. So he, okay. whenever Ranma is splashed with cold water, he turns into cold a girl. Water. Whenever he's splashed okay. with hot water, he turns into a boy. His cool. father, Genma Sautame, who spent the entire three episodes stretched like a king as a panda... Fell into the curse of drowned, uh, of drowned panda. Um, oh, that's his dad. That's his dad. The panda oh. is his dad. <laughs> thing, I wrote a no. So I wrote a note where I was like, "Panda bit." What did I write? I find it. Because I definitely wrote. I first I said, "Explain this panda," and then later on I said, and then, and then later on I said, "This panda is daddy." <laughs> <laughs> the panda is daddy. Literally, as it turns it out. Is literally, daddy. That's that's the only thing that this show or that this three episode stretch doesn't cover that I wanted to cover is that Genma is his dad and Genma is the panda. So that's why that's why the panda was um, was playing shogi with uh, what what was the guy's name? Got it. Uh, Dad Tendo. A guy who it turns out to not be important for what we watch. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's a Kane. He's a Kane's dad. The the other guy is a Kane's dad. Um, okay. and, uh, so Genma and Akane's dad, whose first name escapes me right now, I, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, okay. uh, Genda betrothed, betrothed, uh, Rama to one of his daughters, um, to Akane, right? Because the scientists, the little science club, the bomb makers club, we'll get there. The bomb makers club <laughs> is like, oh, but if Rama so, dies in this fight, Akane won't be betrothed anymore, right? Or won't be engaged. They say engaged in the yeah. club. Yeah, uh, so... so. So, uh, no, it was, okay. it was literally one of his daughters because Genda, uh, uh, Genma is really bad with money and has a bad habit of betrothing Ranma to people's daughters for their, um, what's the term? The dowry. So, oh God. Uh, Akane Ooh. is not the only person that Ranma is betrothed to. Fun fact. Wait, so they're is like, this... so wait. Is this kiss? Is this is this taming of the shrew? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, is this like gender taming of the shrew? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, so, Genma is clearly father of the year. Um, there you go. Son, but anyway, is Akane's dad's name? Son. Son Tendo. Okay. So, so, so the first episode is Ram as a girl and Genma as a panda showing up at Son's house. And being like, okay. oh, uh, you remember 10 years ago when you promised me one of your daughters? Well, here I am to collect. And so ah. the three daughters are just like, uh, which one of us? And the two older daughters are like, eh, let, let's, let's just shove it off on Akane. So that's how they Got end it. up. That's how they end up betrothed. <laughs> okay. 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 And the other that two sisters are 
the tall girl who is doing chores. <laughs> That's Kasumi. And and the and the bet girl. The the, the Nabiki. Yes. Yeah. Nabiki. Yes. So Kasumi. The tall girl. The tall girl is with is with the doctors with Doctor Tofu. Right. The tall girl is going to marry Doctor that, Tofu. That's his name. His yes. name is Doctor Tofu. His, his name, name is Doctor Tofu correct. in the yes. sub. And he is as he is as bland as that name as that name implies. Um, yeah. I just. I was really just shocked that they really just called his ass Dr. Tofu. I mean, like, <laughs> that has the same energy as... Are we familiar with the Andrew Lay Weber show, Starlight Express? Do we know this? Do we know about Oh, this? yeah. Oh, I know Starlight Express. Hell, yeah. Are you are you familiar with this, Dr. Austin? No. Express? I'm not. Sorry. Essentially... It's a musical about no, it's trains. Okay. It's a musical literally about trains. And the way that it's done... Like, Germany loves this shit, like, to the point that they literally made a theater designed just for this just for this show and um and it it it's and all of the actors all of them everybody in the cast is on some type of wheeled shoe either rollerblades or roller skates <laughs> nice. and the the whole concept is is that this kid is imagining that every train in the world is in a, a worldwide train race and all of this to say that this Dr. Tofu sounds has the same to me, carries the same energy as the Japanese train, even though Andrew Lee Weber sucks and is a racist, and I don't care what you say, he sucks. Um, he sucks so bad. He absolutely named the Japanese train Nintendo. <laughs> and this shit came out in like 80, like eighty it came out after it came out after Phantom, because Phantom was the thing that got him big. And then they gave him a like Phantom and Cats, and then like he was able to do like everything else he wanted. So uh Starlight's a, a later one, but like it came out in like the late eighties. So yeah, he literally named a, a train in Nintendo, and so Doctor Tofu is like this. I'm like, wait, hold on, y'all really just did that to yourselves? Y'all named him Doctor Tofu? Okay, maybe that means something different in Japanese. But I was like, did y'all just do this for America? Because we have seen this. Sailor Moon did this in the deep mm-hmm. dub, where they called that was something that was literally a steam bun. They called it a meatball, or they called <laughs> it a donut, or something. They called, it, they called it something. Yeah, they called it something it clearly was not, and we're like, it doesn't, that's not, that's not, there's no one-to-one for that in, in North America. What do you mean? So I was just wanting to make sure. Okay, so Dr. Tofu is trying to date the tall one. Kasumi, yes. He's dating the They're, tall one. And they get, they, they get together, yes. Um, okay, good. As, good. as I said, uh, Dr. Tofu is kind of shuffled off the show somewhere between the Perfect. first and second seasons, because... Uh, in my opinion, he was sort of a failed experiment on Rumiko's part. She was just okay. Like, so, so the reason I should just say this now: the reason why I picked these three episodes is because I think this is where Rumiko Takahashi strikes gold. She figured out what makes mm. Ranma work. Because mm. okay, the the episodes beforehand uh, are mostly dealing with Akane having a crush on Doctor Tofu. Other, other than the like uh, the the. If you remember the Kuno, uh, uh, Kuno, the um, the guy who was, uh, he's he's got a blue shirt. Oh, he's the one who's in love with Girl Ranma. Yeah, he he loves Girl yes, Ranma, yes, yes, yes. and he loves yes, yes. he loves Akane. So uh, he's he's sort of the villain for the first three episodes. Um, okay. And uh, that and and it's a good it's a good first villain because he's he's at, like most uh, Ranma one half characters he's dumb as rocks. So he doesn't understand right. that Ranma is, a, you know, both a boy and a girl. Um, yes. Uh, but then, then there's like a two episode detour where we're just dealing with with uh, Doctor Tofu, who got it. Uh, because Rubiko is trying to figure out what 
what sort of romantic drama works with um, <clears throat> with Ranma. And boy, did she fucking find it. In she found episodes. it. Yeah. Can, okay, so now let's talk about some idiots. Because I just need to make sure that I understood the plot. Because, you know, we got dropped on episode six through nine. So I was like, okay, let me make sure that I actually know what the fuck's going on here. So let's talk about this first fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Let's talk about this big old dunderheaded motherfucker. Idiot number boy, one. Ryoga. Idiot number mm-hmm. one, Ryoga. So this person Ryoga could Hibiki. not get himself. He couldn't get himself out of a paper bag, right? Nope. He gets to the wrong place. He goes in circles all the time. He stops a singular boar that has the energy of 30 to 60 wild boars. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, that makes the country dub. <laughs> he didn't even have an AK-47. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> he didn't even have an AK-47. Stopped him with an umbrella. Stopped him with a parasol. Excuse me. An umbrella is a different thing. Stopped him with a parasol. And the town befriends the boar. That's that's important. The town- yes. <laughs> the boar is just like town. chilling. And, and the, the next time we see it. The boar is the tallest entity in the room. It's big baby boar. All this boar needed was to be put in his place. And then this boar yeah. calmed. They literally just having a down. tantrum. Yeah. Just, just throwing, you're just throwing a fit. It's just a baby. He's just a baby. He's um, got the zoomies. So, so we just got this stupid boy. We've just, he's real dumb. And he has to settle a score with Ranma that we actually mm. never know what it is. I think. That it was, because he never actually straight up says it. He doesn't tell the viewers at home what the fuck he's mad about. So we've, we've got this kid who can't get himself out of a paper bag. He keeps walking in circles in the same, like, five blocks. And we find out that he actually lives in the same neighborhood as Ranma, but he somehow got lost going to his own backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is, like, this has become, like, a classic shonen trope, like... This is Zoro yes. from One Piece. This oh, is so. What I have here actually is let me let me make sure I've got it right. Ryoga is the Rock Lee to Ranma's Gara. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. See, I said I said Rama and Ryoga are dumb Urameshi and Kuwabara. Like if you made Urameshi and Kuwabara dumber from Yu Yu Hakusho, that's Rama and Ryoga. Because whoa, it's so true. It's also true. Like it's like the, we we can we can put these matchups together everywhere. We can do it. I mean, like so it's it's dumb. It's it's yes. It is. It's Gara and Rock Lee. It's 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 Urameshi and Kurabara. It's um it's Mihoshi and um our cabin. Kione. Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It is. It is like we we never get away from this. But like you, you gotta have somebody who's super dumb to a degree. I mean, for like the for like the the goofs. But I can, I can, I will not lie. I absolutely did get tired of the trope of him constantly getting lost by episode nine. I was like, if you're gonna if you're gonna be lost, stay lost. Stay lost. <laughs> Fall down a well and stay there. So I think honestly that it's a brilliant character conceit. Because it means that Ryoga has a built-in excuse to only be around when he's funny to be there. Otherwise, <laughs> he's just lost all the fucking time. <laughs> like, he's somewhere else. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody's Nobody quite knows. sure. Like, I think I and I I take I'll take that, but I guess what I need is I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. Like I didn't yeah. need the subplot of him getting picked up by this old lady in episode grandma, nine yeah. and then like yeah being picked up by grandma and then them li- literally leaving Tokyo. I'm like, I don't care. We know from episode six and or from yeah, from episode seven and eight, that your whole thing is to always go right when somebody says go left. Like okay, because mm-hmm. like 
He like when he literally took the fact when he when he took the direction to follow the road and take it straight and then road curved and he just like ran through an automotive barrier like he ran through a road barrier. Yes. Because he was like, but the man said, go straight. I was like, okay, so we know that you are really stupid. (laughs) You are stupid, stupid boy. So, okay, I know who you are. So that was the thing. But I do like that his whole thing was, I got lost. It's your fault, so you have to die. And that's the entire reason why he wants to fight Rama. There's no other reason. Maybe it's because he took his curry bread and stepped on his head. Maybe that was it. They, Um, They did a very good job of not making that explicitly the reason. Just, <laughs> yeah. it's just, just something that happened. It could, it could be, it could be the bread. It could be that he didn't show up at the appointed time for the duel, and Ron was like, "No, I waited for three days, and you did not come." And he's like, "I did come on the fourth day," and he's like, "Yeah, but I shouldn't have had to wait three, so I left." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I loved that. Um, but I also loved because of Ryoga, Ranma just never had the energy for anything. Ranma was like, I need you to get to the point. And yeah. while, because like Ranma is only dumb when it comes to Akane because Ranma likes Akane, but like everything else, Ranma's like, I could truly, I could truly not be bothered. And that would be great. Can mm-hmm. I please just go mm-hmm. to school and kick stuff, please? Yeah. Now, I, I love Ranma as a leading man because he's like, he's a total tryhard. He's a, he's kind of insufferable. Uh, but he's also the best at everything. <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't even you don't even know how much he's the best at everything. Um, unfortunately, I had to choose between this art and the the one that immediately follows it uh, because I think both of them are pivotal to this anime's or well the manga's evolution as as okay. we see through the anime. This is this is the one where Takahashi stumbles upon the character formula. Uh, she she figures out what works is that um, we need a zany character with a quirky martial arts style so they can fight Rama. Bonus if they're betrothed to Rama already because his dad is a piece of shit. We need to give them complicated relationships with Rama and his friends. So Ryoga um, uh, Ryoga loves Akane, and to to continue onwards, he basically becomes Akane's pet as Pichan because Akane is too. Dumb as rocks to notice that Ryoga, oh, Ryoga no. and Pichan are the same person. So, yes. yeah, yeah, you made him notice. I love that little piggy. I know. I, so, I did love the pig. He's that was so, so cute. fucking cute as the pig. But they, they needed a plush and they were like, we got it. And I was like, oh, fuck, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. You needed to make merchandise and we yes. have Pichan. It's so cute. Oh. So yeah, with the little scarf. <laughs> so so Ryuga loves Kane. He hates Ranma, and he's one of the few characters to know boy Ranma and girl Ranma are the same person. That's his. That's his mm-hmm. basic relationship with the rest of the cast. Every every successful recurring character in Ranma has complicated relationships with the rest of the cast. They've got a Jusenkyo curse, and they've got a weird martial arts style. The um, got it. So so this is. Honestly, the point where the martial arts stopped being like conventional, uh, because the school that Rama studies is called Anything Goes for a Reason. The next oh shit in the next oh. in the next arc, which I highly recommend you watch, he ends up fighting in martial arts rhythmic gymnastics with um, the idiot uh, Kuno with his sister, who is just 
a um, an exquisite uh, what's the word uh, haughty hime character. You know the <laughs> yes, yes. So I love those. Yes. So Ranma as Ranma as a girl has to beat her in a uh, competition of martial arts rhythmic gymnastics, where he uses Perfect. ribbons um, uh, yes. to defeat her. <laughs> yes. So, yes. do y'all remember that? Do y'all remember that competition gymnastics? Does anybody else remember ribbons? I remember ribbons. Oh, uh, my my entire family except for me were gymnasts and acrobats. So I oh wow. shoot, okay. quite well. that's so cool. What? Yeah, that my is so cool. Brother and sister are both national champion acrobats. Whoa! <laughs> what? I did not know that what? about you. That's awesome. Oh my god, that's so cool. I did. I wanted to do ribbons, but I had asthma. I had really bad asthma as a kid. I still have asthma as an adult, but it's not as bad as it used to be because I do karate now. But um, yeah, I always wanted to do the ribbons, but my mom was like, you can't, <laughs> if you sneeze too many times in a row, you give yourself an asthma attack. You can't do gymnastic ribbons. No. Speaking like, of okay. that, that fighting style, how that was a really cool fight, I thought, in oh, episode seven. Yeah. Very fun. I loved that fight. I loved how it was drawn and I loved how it was animated. And there were yes. some there was a couple of things yes. that I really liked about it, mostly because sometimes when it comes to fights that we've seen, the, because fights are fast, like an actual fight in real life between two people who can actually fight. Um, and this is like a Seconds. thing from yeah, there's one, there's seconds, and two, things go so quickly that the human eye cannot register them. This is why actual fights on film are actually slowed down a ton, and speed yeah. ramping is actually one of my favorite things, because it just, it literally it makes my nipples hard. I just love it. Anyway, um, so I do. I love speed ramping. It's, it's, it's goof. But there are times where, like, they will be, they will stop in poses. There was a, there was a point where, um, and I'm pretty sure it was, I'm, I'm pretty sure we had Ryoga throw a a back roundhouse kick and um and uh Ranma stopped it with a front side and this is like such a minor thing but the way that I was like I think that this this was this was a round versus a side because the feet were drawn in a very specific way where Ryoga's feet were pointed and uh Ranma's foot was flexed and that's actually how you have to throw those kicks as somebody who actually throws those kicks like four hours a week <laughs> like I throw this kicks a lot and I was just like <gasps> I like freaked out I freaked out just a little bit I was like oh my god oh my god fuck me up <laughs> fuck me up daddy that's the one thing that most people don't tell you about Ranma is that it is a 100% legit martial arts anime like when, yes. when, it, when Ranma is firing on all cylinders it hits you with the uh, the rom-com the harem absurdity the martial arts um, mm-hmm. The martial arts absurdity. It hits you with all of them. It's this yeah. complex yeah. web of characters, their relationships, how they're using those relationships to fight, and what those fights mean. Like, yes, it's um, and that that sort of firing and all cylinders thing lasts for about the first two seasons, and then it just kind of goes kaput, unfortunately. Oh no! Until about we've all seen shows like this. Yeah. Yes, we have. Uh, until about season six and a half to seven, where it picks back up um, where Rumiko left off and wraps up the plot. Akane and Rama get together. That, okay. that kind of thing. Wait, how long is this show? Because you're saying yeah, seven seasons. How long is this going? Seven seasons, um, a few OVAs, and a couple movies. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. This so was it popular. Had some, it's a popular this was franchise. popular as hell. Okay. I just wanted to know. Okay. All of these kids are high schoolers. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They're all high schoolers. Okay. So they're all high schoolers. We've got some bookies in the student body. <laughs> yes, indeed. We got some we got some bookies in the student body. We got some bomb makers in the student body. Oh, yeah. Why is the Ken Club a bunch of bomb makers? Why is that a thing? And what I I need to know, what did y'all think these kids were about when they were like, "Oh, if we kill Ranma, we can she won't be engaged to Akane anymore. Was it just like so they could all sleep with Akane or was it because oh. like so she can be the president of and they all started being gross? Is that just so they could sleep with Akane? What one, is that about? Well, one of the best moments of the second episode um, is when Akane reveals that in order to go to school every morning, she has to fight literally every boy in school because Kuno, the guy in the blue shirt, declared yes. uh, that at, uh, in his speech in class presidents that he was going to marry Akane unless someone could beat her in battle. And so she just became instantly the most desired girl in school. Oh, so so the one okay. who meditates, the one who meditates with the with the with the posters is also a high schooler. He's also a high schooler. He's the class president of the senior class. Okay. And okay. he's also the captain just... of the Kendo club. Got it, and that's why she's good. That's why she does kendo. Got it. Okay, and she's really good at kendo. Like not, not him, but she's on the kendo. She's in the kendo club because we've seen her with the kendo stick. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm honestly is not it, sure she's in the kendo club. She's just the current. She's the um, uh, of the of the tendo kids. She's the only one who is keeping the uh, the legacy of the anything goes martial oh. arts school alive. So she's she's Got the it. one who's studying martial arts. Uh, Got it. Uh, Kasumi is training to be a housewife, and Nabiki is training to be a chaotic evil bitch. Um, Great. We love that. Good. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I need. Um, okay. Because you need to have one normal one, and the other two have to be absolutely batshit insane. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> because I really could not tell who he was, because I was like, are you a teacher? Because somebody called him Mr., and I was like, are you an adult? Because yeah. I need you to not be feeling away about these high schoolers, then, if you are a grown-ass man. Okay. He's probably like a senior. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Do I like it? Do I like it? No. Does it give me a bit of a big ick? Yes, but I'll deal with it. Um, okay, so they are high schoolers. I, I, I'm okay with that. Now I get it. I do like how the nerds prayed to every god. We saw like, we saw like prayer beads. We saw a cross. Please kill Ronma. Like, please, Ron <laughs> please kill Ronma. So good. So good. Well, the most important thing there is that Nabiki was being true to form by betting against Ranma in the, uh, um, and, and booking the bets. Uh, one thing Nabiki does in the early episodes that really establishes her character is she um, takes a whole bunch of surreptitious and voyeuristic photos of Akane and girl Ranma and sells them around the school. That's the kind of person. Ew. That's the kind of person she is. Um, Okay, let's just talk about that. Not not her specifically, but let's step, let's step into this whole like gendered zone about. Let's get into the Rama. gender zone. Let's get into the gender zone. Talking about yeah. girl Rama versus boy Rama. That's necessary. First of all, it's very necessary. First of all, because when we step into this, we open with Rama in girl in girl form in girl mode. Yes, right. We got yes. we got. I'm gonna call him just red Rama and black. Stuck in girl because mode because right, they're they're running they out of money to heat that water up. Heat the water up, right? So. I'm going to just say Red Rama and Black Rama because Red Rama is girl because redhead and then Black Rama is a boy because he's not redheaded. He's black hair. So we're in Red Rama. 
And the whole time, I first when we first read this, I was like, oh shit, Rama's about trans rights. Because Rama's like, Rama's like, they're like, oh, Rama, you're a girl. And he's like, well, I ain't gonna wear dresses. And I'm like, you better. Fuck yeah, Rama says trans rights. And then later, we fast forward like an episode, and they're like, Rama can't beat ass when Rama's a girl. I was like, hold on. Whoa, I gotta take that back. Not trans rights. You are toxically masculine because you're like, I'm not as strong when I'm a girl. I'm like, first of all, that's incorrect. <laughs> what I have to say about this, and I think I do have. So, Ranma One Half is the anime that cracked a thousand eggs. And by a thousand. Oh, sure. I oh, mean, of course. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, the central fantasy of Ranma One yes. Half, where you can just swap your gender if you splash yourself with water. Incredibly appealing. Yes. Uh, even, yes. even for one who. Uh, has decided my uh, my AMAD pronouns are fine. That's an it's it's an incredibly appealing fantasy. But yeah, it's still kind of trapped in the mid to late eighties. Uh, yes, gender mores like. <laughs> Yes. They um, get a little bit there, though. They get, like, some stuff happens. Like, I'm thinking specifically the end of episode eight. There's some stuff going on here that's really fascinating. Like, there's a little romantic moment between girl Ranma and Akane in a tree. Yeah, they yes, let that there thing, is. They let that moment breathe, man. They, yes, they, they really do. let it breathe. They and do. it's like some, they both, both of them learn something about themselves in that moment. And Absolutely. You can tell. Um, and then also, and I mentioned this in the summary, the way Ryoga talks about Ranma partially is like, I think you're hot. Yeah. But also is like, why are you complaining? You're hot. Yeah. Yes, because that happens. Because like, essentially what happens is that, what is it like? Rama's shirt gets cut open when Rama's a boy. Something happens. Rama turns yes. into a girl because splashed with water. And first of all, Nip City. We just Nip immediately City. go to Nip Town. Population we go to Nip Population Ranma. Um, we absolutely just get a whole nipple. I was like, oh, oh, Whoa. oh, yeah. Here there. Okay, that. here we are. That's here we go. Here we go. One of the anime's signature it's- features is Ranma gets his tits out a lot. <laughs> tits out. Tits out. It's fine. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, we were just doing such a good job of covering up nipples up until this point, and this only got a nipple. Okay, live our lives. Um, but that was the thing where like Rama was like, you don't get it. And I was like, see. This feels very like this feels very accessible. This feels like we're trying to push through this mode and then turns around is like Ryoga goes like, I don't feel bad for you. Essentially says something like, I don't feel bad for you because you're hot. And I was like, okay, as somebody who just ripped her pants three days ago. <laughs> because she just had too much junk in the trunk. <laughs> Fuck you, HM. I said it. Uh literally ripped her pants because her butt was too big. Um uh I, 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 no, that's not fair. <laughs> and I can see how that's really hard for Ranma because it's like, sure. he has, like, it's like, especially w- regardless of whatever the subtext actually would be, like, I can absolutely see how this could be a, a really bad, but a first version of representation yes. for people yeah. who are gender non-conforming yeah. for sure. But it does, it's still, it's still stuck in the trap of the binary of like what what yeah. like women are capable of versus what men are capable of, what strength looks like between the two genders and like all of this stuff. And that was the thing that really got me mad was it, or during that episode where it was like, I, somebody says, either Ryoga or Ranma says, no, Akane says, Ryoga can't, uh, Rama can't beat him 
in his form, like in his girl form. And I was like, why not? And then like three minutes later, we see Akane so mad. She punches a hole in a light pole. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so what makes it that? So what's so what the truth? That, what's the truth here? Yeah. Like that's something that kind of made me, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are we still going to be toxically masculine when everybody wants to fuck Ranma, Red Ranma and Ron, Red Ranma can also run, you know, dog walk your ass in terms of martial arts. What do you, what do you want about? You so, know? yeah, I, I think that, that, that kind of idea kind of gets diminished over time. Like, um, mm. in, in the, uh, well, in the next episode, Ranma, uh, has to compete entirely as a girl. And, um, and, and and rhythmic gymnastics so like and also yeah as you said um, Akane well it, it's complicated uh, because Akane can yeah. beat every boy at the school right? Akane can beat every boy at the school but she cannot beat Ranma either as a boy or as a girl um, okay, and, okay. and one of the big beats in, in the first episode of Ranma is that uh, Akane, um, Akane and Girl Ranma spar before the, Akane knows that uh, Girl Ranma is Ranma. Um, Got it. And, and Girl Ranma defeats Akane, and she's like, oh, if you were a boy, I would have fucking hated you, but you're a girl, so we can be friends. And, and this, <laughs> is, this is why I think Akane is gay, <laughs> because... Oh my god, they have so much chemistry as boy, as as girl girl. Like yeah. the chemistry yeah. is completely absent as boy girl, but it is so there when they're girl girl. Like uh Yes, absolutely. And we like, saw it. We even see it in this episode. We absolutely we see it all in episode eight. Like essentially we in episode eight and episode nine. First of all, taking it back to first of all, I really love the fact that we don't have another uh diabolma on our hands. Um we don't have yes. another slim fast bulma on our hands. Akane whips Correct. ass. <laughs> I think Akane's great. <laughs> I like her a lot. Uh, Akane's, Akane's incredible. A Akane's a good time. Uh, yeah. But, like, uh, in... Sorry, um, one of the... Oh, go ahead. One of my first yeah. favorite moments is when, um, uh, right after Akane gets her fatal haircut, and, and by the way, oh. that haircut is permanent. It yeah. never... Oh, it, cool. It never changes for the rest of the, the rest of the manga or the rest of the show. That's... That, that's... Okay. When, when I said... This is the biggest change to the status quo you'll ever see. That I was talking about the haircut. That's what you meant. <laughs> nice. So, um, uh, what? Yeah, right after the haircut, they're like, "Oh yeah, please punch us both." And then it turns to like a, it, it cuts to a pile driver with "Watch Your Head" on it. I thought that was brilliant. yeah. Just that was amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I love that. I, I, this is we just saw this actually recently in um. Yu Yu, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh -huh. where our main girl, when our main girl in the group loses her hair because of a moment that happens, um, and her hair looks, honestly, it looks cute or short. Like, come on. Um, I was like, oh, so this is where the girlies got the early jellyfish bob. We see. And then, like, she actually gets her bangs cut. And I was like, oh, I like the jellyfish bob better. But I mean, I, off, I, I did like the jellyfish bob, honestly. I like the jellyfish cool. bob with the long bangs in the front. I was like, yeah. oh. It is cute. Mm. Um, but it's okay. Her actual hair came out cute. Um, but um, that was also like, yo, the animation in this show, there are moments where they were just like, we're going to put money on this oh, frame. Oh, yeah. And like that frame money was absolutely that flamingo moment where like all the flamingos are up. Oh, and, like, yeah. The symbolism. Oh, 
the symbolism. And it was so can funny. I can I just shout out the watercolor backgrounds, which are all gorgeous and like beautiful watercolor. Beautiful. I don't know, like watercolor is the thing I look at, and I'm like, how do you even do this? Like, where does this? Yeah, yes. where, where do you start? <laughs> like, yes. And that's one of the things I loved about Tenchi Muyo too. I mean, we, we as we were watching it, those those backgrounds, those hand painted, like so much attention to detail going in here. And the key thing is that was an OVA. This is not. This is broadcast television that they're right. putting that level of d- detail into. Right. Absolutely. So it was just like it's such, and it's it is a really it's a really pretty show. Like in so many Tremendously. ways. Like yeah. It's gorgeous. I mean, the backgrounds, the animation, the way that everything is styled. I didn't clock in the first episode we saw in episode seven. Um, I did not clock that Rama when Rama is red. Rama, Rama has like purplish, like has oh, like yeah. lavender eye, like lilac yeah. eyeshadow. So we see it in episode eight a lot, and I was like, "Oh no, you're so cute, Red Rama, stop, you cutie." Um, but like, yes, about Rama, Red Rama, and Akane. Like we've got, we had so much chemistry between the two, especially in eight, because. Even though, like, for first of all, can we talk about how the voice acting was on point in episode eight? Because there was so much I subtext and way people were talking. And I was like, come on, come on. Rama's like, I know she's upset. It is probably about her hair. And I actually do care. So I'm going to really jump to her defense right now. Like, like mm-hmm. really being like, mm-hmm. Ryoga, fuck off. This is not about you. Shut up. You this fucked is complicated. up. I'm going to take the blame the for this. Like, yes. Complex emotions are happening on the screen. Yes. Yeah. It happened. I was like, ah. No, the the scene where uh, Ranma decides to show up in front of Akane's window upside down, I think is just quintessential Ranma. It's it's exactly who he is. He's like, all right, I I I fucked up. I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna bother changing back to a boy here because I know I fucked up, but I still need to be extra. So I'm gonna be hanging upside down from your gutters while I ask if you're <laughs> all right. <laughs> And I'm gonna like dodge all the bullshit you throw at me, but I still care. Like, you know, right? I I do still care. I actually do care. I act like I don't, but I really do. I thought that was really cute, and it was also like, even though I do not care about Black Rama slash Akane, I did think it was really sweet at the end of her going to the doctor's appointment at Doctor Tofu. I'm not gonna get over it at Doctor Tofu's house house practice um where he's like no i really think like comes around is like i think your hair's really cute looks really good cute no really good short and it's like "Ah, you did it you got there eventually you could do it i know you're 15 but you got there eventually you did it um which i thought was really really sweet um oh talking about that subtext going back to the ryuga zone dunderheaded boy uh town can we talk about how since that umbrella was super heavy but the person who could pick it up was the old lady that was i don't know if anybody caught that but it was my favorite uh, I didn't catch it. Was it was so good. Admitted so, strength, I guess. It was that old lady strength. It was just my favorite. Because, like, the episode before, everyone's like, oh, no, this umbrella's really heavy, so watch out. And this old lady's like, you literally dragged me to the base of a fucking volcano. And, like, beats his, beat ass, his ass with it. Beat his ass. I was like, yeah, fuck them kids. Beat his ass. Fuck, fuck this them guy. Kids. Fuck them kids. But I love that. I love that tiny pig. While we're kind of on the... The, the subject of Dr. Tofu. Yeah, let's talk about Dr. Tofu. Um, I've got some notes here. Dr. Tofu is a good illustration of what does not work with Rama. For one, he's too grounded as a character, not funny. Mm. 
Like, he's just a normal-ass doctor. His gimmick is that when Kasumi is around, he doesn't know how to handle himself. So, oh. he just... And, like, that's not even... You, you guys just saw a slice of him, and, like, when he was in the same frame as, Do- as Kasumi, he was kind of just hiding behind his skeleton. And yeah. yeah, but that was like, but that was like a flashback. So it was like, but Kasumi's also like never around. Like Kasumi's fulfilling like the role of like she's the mom. mom. Yeah, she's the mom. Yeah, she's mom. She's mom in this in this show, obviously, um, because they don't have like wh- whoever their mom is is not around, and so it's like their dad and then their older sister. So she's mom. So she's very much there to move plot. So it's like. Tofu to me feels like he serves the same purpose and it's just a reason when they need to completely get rid of the older sister for forever Dr. Tofu is the avenue in which she is meant to take like that's to me they're the most like they're the people to fill out the world so that I can see why the fan base would not like them but I'm like okay they're very negligible because it's not about them at all you know Mm. so yeah first of all that's how I feel yeah so that uh, uh, secondly uh, Akane's crush on him doesn't lead to any drama. Um, like it's just already there. Uh, Rama doesn't give a shit, as you can as you can see in his um, uh, scene when he's talking to when he's talking to her afterwards. Oh, uh, I'll I'll get to that later. And uh, thirdly, he can't fight. He has no martial arts skills. Mm. <laughs> he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. He doesn't. He doesn't fight, and and the um, even though Ranma has a uh, primary reputation as a harem rom com style show, the central medium through which it works is fighting. Like yeah, so he cannot participate in any drama. Uh, drama rather. Drama. Drama. And a half. Um, he cannot participate in any drama that involves fighting because he's just like he doesn't fight he just he's a doctor what are you gonna do a medical doctor if you were a PhD yeah. perhaps <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know so I think I personally think that he was he served his purpose um, to just be part of the world I didn't expect more of tofu to be honest i was just really mostly like more like really y'all really named him tofu i just feel like that's like that's like naming somebody chai tea but okay i guess i, I, I don't mean, really know i don't know the thing to me so. is that rama's characters are its world so every rama yeah. sure. character has to contribute to the love dodecahedron if you're going to go by TV tropes terms, and also uh, give Ranma some reason to fight them. I didn't like that Akane liked Dr. Tofu. I was like, I get I get the whole concept. I didn't like it. I mean, it gave me an ick. It gave me an ugh. It gave me an ick for sure, because I was like, you're a high schooler. I'm going to need you to cool that down. Um, because when she started crying on her doctor, I was like, first of all, that's a HIPAA violation. Please don't be crying on your actual medical doctor. Don't do that. The only person, the only doctor you can cry in front of is your therapist. Please keep it, keep it. I mean, you can cry in front of your doctor, but don't cry on your doctor. Like, come on. But I'm also an American, so I don't know. Um, so it's just like, first of all, why are you crying on your doctor's chest like that? Cool it down. Second of all, I mean, like, you are like a minor, so please be chill. Um, don't be asking about what he thinks about your hair. He is there to fix up your ankle. Get it together. Treat him like a professional. 
Um, so I was just like, and I was like, where is this going? I was like, and I, I could tell that it was just like literally like a little kid crush, but I was just like, this feels like it is meant, it's literally a catalyst is to make Ranma jealous. And I'm like, okay, like, but I feel like we could do this with somebody who is Ranma and Akane's age instead of a whole fucking adult. Like, that's exactly. weird to me. Mm. And the thing that's is, that's weird to me. Ranma is not jealous. That's the thing. Like, Ranma's like, hey, you want to date this doctor? Okay. And I, so, like, Ru- Ruiko, <laughs> uh, or sorry, Takashi is just, um, admitting defeat as she writes this character. <laughs> like, yep. There is well, I mean, uh, you might as well, because there's no, yeah. th- th- this isn't interesting. It's not what we're here for, as you've been no. saying this whole time. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not. And I was just like, okay, I didn't, I didn't need these frames, but that, that tear on his hand was really well done. Elegant. It was, yeah. Love it. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Flawless, smooth. I mean, gorgeous. Whoever made that frame, deserved a bonus they better gotten something more than a pizza party i tell you what but like that's that's it i was just like okay we can move on okay okay and, and so and <laughs> the the manga and the anime to its credit do move on from dr tofu pretty soon after this i, okay. I think honestly this is probably dr tofu's last significant contribution to the show uh people who have watched uh past where I have recently would probably be able to, you know, correct me on that. But he he shuffled off the stage very soon. Because as I said, Good. he's he's kind of a failed he's a failed experiment trying to figure out what romantic drama is interesting in this martial arts romantic comedy. Yes, because we have to. We I need more airtime to figure out how we get Dad out of the zoo. Because currently, Dad's in the zoo drinking a cup of tea. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so funny. accidentally got him stuck in the zoo. They accidentally put the because because all the animals escaped from the zoo because of the Ranma Ryoga fight. Yeah, and no. and he they they were trying to get an orangutan off of a light pole. And they, he walks out of a store and they are like, oh, come with me to the zoo. So he's now drinking tea in the zoo. And they're like, please do not feed the panda. And he's drinking tea. That shit's hilarious because it's another symptom of, I think, Rumiko Takahashi striking the gold she struck. Because, um, yes, so good. This is uh, the first time that um, Genma, Rama's dad, just doesn't bother to turn back into a, a human. From, oh, he can. He can turn back. He just doesn't. Yeah, he's he's cursed just the same as Ranma, so he can. Okay, so oh my he God. could just get he in He just hot chooses bath. to be a panda sometimes. He just chooses to be a panda. He's just like, panda. being a panda is easier. Chooses to be a panda 90% of the time. He, oh, my God. The only time he decides to not be a panda are, is when he, um, when he has to communicate an idea like, oh, shit, Ranma, I'm sorry. I uh, promised you off to this girl, too. Um, I don't know. The <laughs> ultimate martial art flapjack maker, uh, which is a real character who is betrothed That's to great. Rama. Um, great. Of course. So as long as he doesn't have to explain to Rama that he's promised her him off to yet another woman, he's he just... He's in panda mode. He's, he's in, panda in panda mode. Because he doesn't give a I shit. I love that. He never gives a That's shit. That's so good. I love this. He and uh, in fact, episode eight 
is the first time you see him communicating in, the, in his signature form, where he's just like, sign. Uh, yeah, sign, holding up a sign. <laughs> he became so. a panda and went like, oh, my life has become so much simpler if I am literally not a human. Great. And just stayed that way. It's the, it's the librarian from Discworld. <laughs> yeah. Got turned into an orangutan, and then whenever they try to turn him back, he says, no, 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 no. And also, um, way better. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the uh, choice pun, uh, the Japanese pun, in which the... Oh, yes! Didn't translate, <laughs> but we, yeah. subtitle heads, saw it. Yeah, yeah. in which, in episode seven, he's, like, sweeping the doorstep of a convenience store or something, and uh, Rama drops a piece of melon bread or no curry yes. bread, I think, and yes. the the yes. shop owner's like panda because because <laughs> <laughs> it's bread. It's bread. It's bread. Panda. In the in the English dub, so, they try to make it about like, oh, I guess that makes you the breadwinner. Yeah. Yes, they do. Kind of yeah, like not not it's nearly as lame. good as a pun. No, nah, yeah, like not it. Nearly as good. And Japanese is like panda, panda was. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute those those are my favorite those are so good i saw one on tiktok it's a guy who like knows japanese and i think he said he's like he's not he's not a japanese guy he's like a white dude and i can't remember the joke but i think i mean i know the joke and i think it's like oh it's it's like he was he was a white guy saying oh i'm i'm japanese in japanese and, and like you know, i'm talking to himself and he's like how are you japanese you're clearly not japanese he's like well i have two legs I'm a two-legged man because me is two, oh but Nippon is Japanese and Nippon go is Japanese person. But he was like, if I say I'm a two-legged person, I'm also saying I'm Japanese. And I was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, that black, that that black kid gift, like going through the computer, like I was me. Like I was like, oh yeah. crazy. I loved it. It was so good. No, I liked the zoo, the zoo moment made me the First thing I thought of the zoo moment was one perfect to, to get into a fight at a zoo. Second, the other thing that I thought, not related to Rama and a half, Rama one half and ever, was like, oh, you know what I just learned the other day? That you can't make a zorse. <laughs> you can't put a horse and a zebra together. That's not oh, how it works. Yeah, it's true. You can put a horse and a donkey together. That's how you get a mule. But you can't put a horse and a zebra together and you can't get a zorse. That's, that's the kind of hard hitting facts we're bringing to you. As we as we run long on it after school anime club. Oh man! Did you know that a herd of zebras is called a dazzle? <laughs> wow! There it is. All right. You're welcome. This You're welcome. feels like <laughs> this feels like the time for me to reveal my trap card. Oh God! Let's what go. is it? Oh God! Trap card is that the person who showed this to me is a professional anime translator who is trans. Wow. Wow. A trans translator. A trans translator. Wow. Perfect. This was the very first anime we watched together because she's been my best friend since I was like 10 years old. Um, Yeah. This is the anime that cracked her egg and she was uh, really trying when we were like 15 or 16 to... Send me a coded message. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great. 
honestly, I mean, this is like, I mean, truly, because I was like, when I sat down to watch it and I realized that that was the thing, because I've never seen Ranma. I'd never seen it. I'd heard of uh-huh. it, but I'd never seen it. So I didn't know anything about it. So when I realized that, that was the curse, I was like, oh, oh, like mm-hmm. I didn't hate it, but it was just very much like, wow, how, how did the message, like how did the conflict, the, the, the internal conflict of this character, how did, that, how did that reverberate through like anime fans today? And like, how did, how, how does Ranma and a half, I wonder, cause I am not, part of that community outside of like i mean like yes my partner is transgender I, my relationship is not heteronormative because of that you know all sorts of stuff and like I, I guess i would call myself queer um in that way um but uh like it's one of those things where it's like how did this anime like what is the lgbtqia community really like how did this anime affect them especially if they were kids you know in the closet or you know still trying to figure themselves out growing up like how did this how did this anime specifically I imagine it's them? invaluable like a, for yeah, a huge absolutely. number of people for sure like i'm like wow this could be absolutely a touchstone kind of situation for a lot of people which i was like damn yes yes it was you know the things that we talked about earlier are a thing it's a product of its time and i hate saying that cuz it feels like a cop out but it is but at the same time like it also does just kind of and actually in your face and be like, look, we got somebody who can change their genders if they take a bath. And it's like, okay. So, yeah, my uh, my very best friend since about fifth grade, she ended up being my college roommate, and we ended up watching a whole shitload of anime together. But mm-hmm. there was a really funny pattern about the animes. She showed me, she showed me Rama one half, and then she showed me Oran High School, and then she showed Maria Hollick. She showed me a bunch of gender bender. There's a pattern here. Yeah, yeah there's a pattern here. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing a trend. Yeah. Right. And I was just <laughs> like, hmm, these are all interesting. I like them too. <laughs> and at the same time, um, uh, since middle school, we have been developing a little RPG together that we call Tomato Quest. Max has oh, actually, I've seen this. Max yes. has actually played Tomato Quest. Um, okay. Yes. It's, okay. it's a little RPG that I and uh, her name's Gwen, that's all I'm going to say, programmed mm-hmm. over the course of our middle to high school years. We finished it wow. and published it our senior year right before we went to college. Whoa. So we, we programmed Tomato Quest in a, in a game making engine called RPG Maker 2000, which has okay. a whole bunch of assets built in. And one of them happened to be a female version of Link. And Hmm. we were uh, Link from Legend of Zelda. And we were watching Ranma at the time. Mm -hmm. Gwen was desperately trying to tell me she was trans. And I I was too (laughs) too young to understand that. Um, (laughs) um, I was like, wow, here's some female Link. Maybe we can put Ranma into our video game. So we ended up making an entire stupid little parody of the first season of Ranma in our video game Great. Tomato Quest. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. Like, first of all, the fact that you made a game in high school is insane to me. Like, what? I was doing drugs in high school. So... Like, that's awesome. And then you did what? That's cool. It's a it's a real game that you can play, but I don't recommend you play it without me or Gwen present because it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Helen. <laughs> you need a guide. You need, you need a someone guide. to say, you oh, this is what we were thinking. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but an entire, like, three, like, I would say, like, a one to three hour stretch of it is us recreating the first season of Ranma with um, the Zelda characters, <laughs> replacing the Ranma characters. So uh, Link, was, Link was Ranma, Zelda was Akane, we, we called her Zelda Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ganon was Ryoga. Great. <laughs> and I really okay. love this. We called uh, <laughs> uh, Pichan, which is which is what Akane calls um, uh, Ryoga when he's a pig. We called him G Dog. <laughs> pig Ryoga. G Dog. <laughs> the G stands for pig. <laughs> yes. Okay, I love that. Uh, amongst Good. other things, and. Um, when I, so when I watched the first season of Brahma, I can't help but think of the things. So we, we included each of the, uh, the the title splash screens in in the game, but I voiced over nice. them, and oh. we 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 pitched we we pitch shifted it up. So for um, example, it, it was like here's Link instead of here's Rama, and um, yeah. that's cute. I love that. <laughs> And, and, cool. and stupid shit like uh, um, I can't remember what the the full title is, but uh, the the second half was I put my life in your hands, and I um drew over the the title splash screen. I gave like uh, Gemma's panda a little mustache, and I said I put I I I turned it into I put my life into your pants. <laughs> Wow. Because <laughs> I mean, it's like stupid. high school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's uh, cute. Awesome. And I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we 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 turned the fir- whole first season of Rama into a little bit of our game that is a very stupid joke. What what else is all that free time in high school for? When you really honestly. Honestly. Use it for that, not for what I used it for. Which was really just being sad. So <laughs> anyway, that's that's my little babysitting. That's my little Rama egg trans story. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, you know, typically we usually ask why when we uh, when we have a guest on with this anime, but I, I think we've heard it all. That's a big why for sure. This yeah. is the big why. Oh yeah, uh, I, and- I do have to also say sorry that um, uh, myself and and Gwen were. Um, we are characters in that in that game as okay. the game director and the senior programmer. We're boss. We're we're uh, we're boss monsters. <laughs> Just good because um, the game went out of order in the Resident Evil chat, um, so we had to sub okay. sub in for the boss. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> and the the Rama chapter is outside of the fiction of the game, so. Uh, as much, or uh, so, in the spirit of the Egitude, Gwen's character also fell into the spirit of the Spring of the Ground Girl. So, oh, this was cool. this was an excuse for her to gender bend back before. Yeah. Back before wow. it, it was, or she she was out of the closet. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is so that's, fascinating. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's really fascinating. Wow. And I fell into the the spring of drowned rabbit. Uh, nice. Sorry, drowned yeah. rabbit. Yeah. So I uh, I turned into a rabbit. Turned into a big rabbit. Big rabbit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
have a bun. We'll have a bunny. We'll have a belt bun. Sure. There's 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 a whole lot more uh, to tomato quest, but that's like not something we can really cover in detail here. Season yeah. three bonus episode, <laughs> Tomato <laughs> Quest. Tomato Nothing to do with anime, up. but Nope. Hey. We'll just stream it. Oh my god, we'll just stream Tomato Quest. <laughs> Anyway, that's all the notes that I had. Those are all the notes I had, Max. Same here. Mm -hmm. Great show. Would love to come back to Ranma. Uh, Yeah. I don't know where we'd we'd start from, but I'd have to I'd have to catch myself up and then move on from there. means this meeting of the after school anime club has come to a close we'd like to thank you so much for joining us today and as always uh we're so lo- so looking forward to seeing you again next time uh until then my name is max you can find me on twitter at max newland underscore it's falling apart so oh my god yeah there's that's a very temporary thing on there <laughs> uh, stevie on the internet where can people find you um you can find me on twitter uh as long as Twitter is going to last because I'm getting ads in Spanish now. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the handle Ace Mattering on both platforms. Max Kostrak is not here, but you can find him at Max underscore attacks. And you know, I don't say it often enough. We're part of the Moonshot Network. Yeah. Go to moonshotpods.com. You can see all of the incredible podcasts, streams, etc. that we do as yeah. a group. Uh, we've just added three new shows to the to the network. You can listen to yeah, all of them. I recently hosted a couple episodes of Champs in the Making, which will be coming out soon. That's our Pokemon Bracket podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. I was on the most recent Moon Report. You can hear uh, Moonshot Pod Boss Riley uh, interviewing me. It's a fun mm-hmm. time. We had a great conversation. We got our own page on that on that website. We do. Did you say that? Yeah. We do. We have our own page on the website. We're on, Fancy. We're on damn web page. We're the, we're the second one under additional postage required. Hmm. We got that A name. I, I can be found on the JPL personnel website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't going to forget about you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see Dr. Green on the JPL personnel website, you can. That's cool. That's cool. I love that. And of course, the other thing is that, you know, we love those ratings and reviews. They're the best thing in the world to us. If you re- if you leave one on here, uh, I'll read it out loud. But we have a caveat as always, because you have to make sure. No chicken-headed shit. None. 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 I have to be aggressive today. I try not to be because I'm a black lady and everyone wants to say that I'm aggressive all the time, especially because I have a shaved head. But Kostrak isn't uh, here today to be aggressive on my behalf. So if you... You gotta pick up the slack. If you do not fucking proofread before you hit post on your comment, Newland will not read it. I don't care how unhinged it might be. If it has a whiff of chicken-headed shit on it, we're not gonna put it in the recording. So don't waste your time. Type right. Thank you. And if you think you can use that to make me say things that are racist or sexist or transphobic or whatever, then just... I'm thankful for you adding on to the pile of reviews, but go away. That also falls under the purview of chicken-headed shit, which we will not read on this podcast. We don't even read it. 
don't even read it. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's Anime Club. Uh, Bam. Fucking, how do I end this podcast? I forget. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, Thank you so Yay! much, Austin. This was this was Thank a lot you, of Dr. fun. Thank you, Dr. Austin. We could not have done this without you. No, and literally, we couldn't. Have. I think if 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 Ronma comes back, then Austin and Gwen might have to reappear. Well, Austin might have to reappear. Yeah. And Gwen might have to join us for the first time. We're 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 gonna have we're gonna have Gwen pick the the next uh, bunch of episodes though. She's gonna go real hard on that. So. Okay. Good. All Good. right. And uh, All right. if you want to go hard uh, by subscribing to us, that would be great. Otherwise, we'll see you at the next meeting. Hey, CJ, is that Gahooligan's promo ready yet? Sure is, PB. You want to hear it? Yeah. Hello, Owlets. I can hear your beaks churring with the who's, the why's, and other forbidden questions about Catherine Lasky's Guardians of Gahool. Join us, the Gahooligans, twice every dwanking in the great blue yonder for some glocks given spronk, some laughter therapy, and some subglocious ransacking of literary merit. Okay, I only understood about a third of that. And did you use an owl swear in there? No. You didn't do the assigned reading? No, that's your job, CJ. I'm just here for the owl facts. Well, we'll have to work on your vocabulary. I guess you'll have to teach me every other week on Gahooligans. Only on the Moonshot Network.